0: Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios. Today we're going to talk about an interesting phrase I came across. This is my beta. There are many like it, but this one is mine. I'm going to hurt many feelings today. My apologies. I'm going to talk about how beta slave NPCs are largely interchangeable and how that leads to misery and often terrible life outcomes for them. I'm also going to talk about why there are so many betas and why they're necessary for civilization. Off we go. Enjoying my content? Check out my blog at heliosblog.com. On YouTube, you can support me by liking and subscribing. I'm also on Spotify if you would prefer a podcast. If you're interested in my books, The Strategist's Guide to Seduction and Quotes to Live By, they're available on Amazon. In addition, you can follow me on Patreon at the Helios Blog for exclusive content on with the show. Interchangeability. The standard quality of a beta is that he's interchangeable, much like the Rifleman's Creed, which I quoted in the title and slightly modified. A woman's attitude towards a beta is exactly a rifleman's attitude towards his rifle. This is my beta, though many like it, but this one is mine. The abundance that is inbuilt into this thinking is incredibly powerful for women and allows them to spin multiple options easily, They know that if one beta goes, there is always a new one to replace him. Beta's are largely interchangeable, as they are culturally raised to have the same attitudes, opinions, ass kissing, etc. Since there is such a large pool of betas, women are basically guaranteed a comfortable existence as a collective. That was the goal of the matriarchy from the outset. To give most women the most success possible at the expense of men's comfort and happiness. Inter beta competition. This is the real reason why beta, slaves and NPCs have such trouble getting laid. They’re competing with a vast pool of men, far larger than any alpha man ever has to compete with, and all the betas are so similar. Since one is so much like another, they’re basically a herd, there’s practically no differentiation. Standing out of the beta crowd is thus nearly impossible and leaves the results approaching zero for all beta men you'll see that once you become one of the alphas, how much easier everything becomes, though the barrier to entry of alphahood is quite high. Relationship to online dating. I can compare how difficult beta competition is to trends in online dating. Basically, if you're a man that does what every other man does on online dating, your success will be near zero. Since everyone is doing the same thing, nothing differentiates you from anyone else. You're just another face in the crowd. It doesn't work to do that with everything oh, it doesn't work to do what everyone else is doing online, or in real life. If you do what betas do, nothing differentiates you from any other. Alphas have much more variation in their behavior and attitudes. Beta behavior control. The matriarchy has imposed several cultural rules on betas that they must follow in order to fit into the crowd. Here is what betas have to provide. From Valentine's Day, that was the article I, I wrote before. Number one, being a nice guy. Number two, providing a stable home. Number three, nice things. Number four, money. Number five, chores done for her. Number six, comfort. Number seven, love. Number eight, listening to her. This makes it very hard for betas to display the behaviors that women really find attractive. They therefore remain in obscurity and have no idea why they fail so hard and so often. The sad reality of the beta. The sad reality of the beta is that you have to compete with so many other men that you, that you fail 99.5% of the time. The 0.5% of the time the beta doesn't fail, he only ends up half winning as he wins a woman who doesn't want to fuck him anyway. Betas very often end up in relationships with women who only pretend to be attracted to them for the purpose of extracting all the other benefits. They never gain the privilege of experiencing genuine love and attraction. Instead, they get boring duty sex and chores. Why inter-beta competition is so hard? As I mentioned previously, inter-beta competition is so hard because betas are competing with so many men. They're all trying to compete along the same axis and it isn't even one that truly attracts women. It's like if women told men that they liked soccer players and most men decided that instead of playing soccer they would compete in chess. Most men are so far removed from what they should be doing to attract women, they might as well be a third gender that isn't a man or woman. I in fact have explored this in another article where women, where I said that women perceive three genders and not two. Betas will be much better off learning that this is what women truly want in competing there. Of course, it would make the competition much harder for alphas, but it would also push everyone to become better, so I would welcome it. Why the creation of betas is necessary for society. The creation of betas is necessary for society because society runs on betas. Society runs on people self-selecting themselves, or being raised by their mothers, for slavery and not aspiring to greatness. The beautiful life we get to live in the West is largely a result of betas bending over backwards to make everything run as well as it does. That means that the beautiful life we get to live is largely a result of female conditioning of betas, to continue the status quo. Unfortunately, being a beta does not lead to happiness, but slavery on an individual level. Biology doesn't care about happiness. Biology does not care an iota for happiness. Biology cares about the continuation of our species. As long as we live as bees do, with a large, expendable pool in our population, we can maximise the biological success of the species. If everyone understood the underlying mechanics behind how the world worked, we would probably not have as many slaves. Women culturally train men to be slaves, and only those that break free can experience true happiness, a very small fraction indeed. Betas win in the end? If you consider reproduction, betas win in the end. They get to have babies and continue the species. Unfortunately, it's not really winning. Betas reproducing is slaves producing more slaves in order for the cycle to continue. As we know from previous posts, betas never get the love, adoration and quality of sex that alphas do. Women only have babies with betas after the wall has passed, in order to continue the slave exploitation that is most of the human population. It makes sense. The few alphas that sneak through have the alpha kids, a small proportion of the population, and the betas, the large majority, continue as they always have in order to ensure the continuation of civilization as we know it, which has been built on the broken backs of betas throughout all of history. Usage and Elimination In order for our society to run as it has since around 5000 BC, betas need to be used and discarded. This is the cycle of history. The human population consists of a large pool of betas to ensure that the cog of civilization continues, with a small pool of alphas to direct the direction of civilization. You choose which you want to be. Your choices are beta cog or alpha driver. Both are needed on the meta level for civilization, but only one gets to be happy and free. Conclusion. Women treat betas as interchangeable objects. The competition between betas is huge because so many men fall into the beta pool. It's very hard to have success using the beta strategy due to the quantity of competition. Betas are necessary to continue the march of civilization, but they're exploited and often end up miserable. You choose which type of man you want to be. Be wise.